Hello, everyone. God bless you. Hello. Hello, everyone. Hey, Brother Kelly, God bless you, my big brother. How are you? Love you much. How are you? God bless you, everyone. Do me a favor. If y'all don't mind, like and share. If you don't mind, like and share um, and tag someone. Tag someone for me if you don't mind. Tag someone that might need to hear this message on tonight. We are in part three. Hello, everyone. Say hello when you're chiming in. Say hello. How are you? Hope you all had a great day. Hope you all had a great day. Um, we're excited to be back with you on tonight. So um, do me a favor. We're going to just give a couple of more minutes. Um, but we're excited about tonight. It's Bible study. Yes, yes, yes. And we are on part three. Amen. Of the, of the series, right? The X-Men. Right, Bible study, the X-Men. All right. God bless you. Hello, Alyssa. How are you? <laughs> You're on this on time this week. <laughs> all right. God bless you all. If y'all don't mind, tag somebody, share if you don't mind. Um, we on part three. Somebody that you think might can ble be blessed from this Bible study on tonight. God bless you. Hey, Sister Gloria. God bless you so very much. Excited, 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 excited. All right. And so we're here on tonight. We're going to do part three on tonight. I'm excited. I'm ready to do this on tonight. I was excited. I Listen, I kept, when I get excited about the word, I paced a little bit. I got to take a break and pace and I pace back and forth and a little bit. Let me turn that down just a little bit. I pace back and forth. God bless you. Thank you all. Thank you for sharing, tagging someone, liking as well. Thank you so very much. Um, we are excited. Um, yes, yes, it's Bible study night. Time to be blessed through the word of God on tonight. And God has done some great and marvelous things. I hope you all are doing well um, still in this pandemic, but we're making it through it um, just on tomorrow evening, um, tomorrow evening. Well, excuse me, tomorrow morning, not tomorrow evening. Don't be up here tomorrow evening. I will not be up here tomorrow evening. Uh, <laughs> tomorrow morning at 6.30 a.m., we have our breaking of day prayer conference call. 15 minutes can change your life at tomorrow morning, 6.30 a.m. Um, be with us 
15 minutes can change your life. I'm trying to cut my time down. I get excited about that as well. And then I go over 15 minutes because I'll be wanting to teach and I really should not be teaching. I should just be giving some little PowerPoint moments, some inspirations and some things to carry you through the rest of your week. So we cutting that down just a little bit. Um, I got something right here in my eye. Um, so um, 15 minutes tomorrow morning, 630 a.m. Start your day with us for breaking up day prayer conference call. You can call in or you can chime in via uh, Facebook um, live. You can also chime in and watch on Overcomer Outreach Christian Center page. That's OK, too. You can do that as well. Or you can watch on YouTube. And if you go to um, YouTube or you go to my podcast and you chime in on our podcast, usually that's going to be recorded and we upload that right after we do all the prayers. So you could get that a little later. But if you chime into my podcast, it's Pastor BJ Connections. If you go to YouTube, it's Pastor BJ Connections. And um, and um, so you can um, actually chime in there as well. All right. So we are excited. Let's get to it on tonight. Um, we want to um, just admonish you all. Continue to register for the Bow Summit, which is going to take place October the 23rd through the 24th. Uh, we posted another uh, video up there for the Bow Summit, October the 23rd through the 24th, Friday. We have Bishop Jake Donald Edwards. He will be Facebook Live. And on Saturday, we have none other than Tiffany Montgomery. Uh, she will be um, a private session via Zoom. And you have to register for that for a small registration fee of just $35. And so you can get um, all that wonderful, good, valuable information um, about is business, oil, and worship. Business, oil, and worship. How many of you know that Jesus Christ has called us to the marketplace as well? We ought to be impactful in the marketplace as well. We ought to, um, it's okay to want to have wealth and prosperity and posterity. All right. Prosperity is, um, um, prosperity is, uh, uh, you know, you all, far as um, your wealth that you gain and posterity is from generation to generation. You want to produce generational wealth. You want to produce generational wealth. All right. Um, so um, we thank God for you all. So let's go on. Let's go on. All right. So. Um, so you can register for the Bow Summit. You can register at our website at bgjonesministries.org, bgjonesministries.org. And our registration is um, uh, um, go to the tab that says Bow Summit. Click on that, go down. You'll be able to put your information in as well as pay or give your registration fee. Now, um, I want you all to register early because I want to be able to get your registration packets out to you early, okay, before the summit. So um, can you all see me? Can you all see me? Please let me know if you all can see me visual because I'm getting text saying that there's no picture. So please let me know if you all can see me. I think is. Um, can you all see me? Please let me know if you all can see me so we can move forward. Can you all see me? Let me know. Type in. Yes. Thank you. Thumbs up. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you all. 
You can see me on Facebook. I had to go out and come back in a little um, later. Thank you. Hey, Pastor Terry, my sister. Thank you. Hey, God bless you. Thank you for chiming in with us, um, Pastor Terry. Florence Terry, um, powerful woman of God. We thank you. All right. So you got to, um, because people texting me, telling me they can't see me. There's no picture. So they must not be on the right news feed. So you got to get on the right news feed. All right. So let's 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 pray on tonight because we're going to go into the word of God. And I want to be able to have enough time to close this out on tonight. And I believe that I will have enough time. Father, we thank you. We bless your name. Oh, God, we love you and we adore you. We thank you for allowing us to gather together one more time on this Bible study night. Lord God, we ask that you will, Lord God, open us, open our ears to hear what the spirit has to say on tonight. We ask that you will send your anointing that makes teaching easy. Oh, God, we ask that your anointing will save, deliver and set free even through social media even through the airways in Jesus name we thank you and we bless you we glorify your name even now God for I am not my own I am bought with the price I ask that Lord God you will send Lord God hallelujah you're ministering angels unto your people as well as myself and Lord God I pray that the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart let it be acceptable in thy sight O Lord my strength and my redeemer amen amen and amen so you can register for the bow summit on our website and so we are discussing all right, we are going back. We are still in this series, and I believe that tonight is going to be our last night where we're going to have hear the conclusion of the matter. We're going to hear the conclusion of the matter. The X-Men, the time of the remnant, part three. The X-Men, the time of the remnant, part three. God bless you, Elder Cattle. God bless you as well. All right, so um oh my. <laughs> Um, so God bless you. Um, uh, excuse me, y'all, Lord Jesus. Okay, so um, sorry about that, y'all. Let's go to the word of God. All right, God bless you all. Let's go to the word of God. Go with me very quickly. We've been coming out of the book of Isaiah, the book of Isaiah. All right, got the paper Bible, everybody. Got the paper Bible. All right, the book of Isaiah, uh, the 37th chapter and the 30th through the 32nd verses. Isaiah, the 37th chapter. The 30th through the 32nd verses, we're going to read here and we've been focusing on this particular chapter. We did chapter 36 and now we're going to do chapter 37 where we really want to focus our attention for our topic and our lesson. OK, so chapter 37 verses 30 through um, uh, 32. OK, so let's begin to read the word of God on tonight. Let's begin to read the word of God on tonight. Uh, here begins the reading of God's word. And this shall be a sign unto thee. Ye shall eat this year such as groweth of itself. And the second year that which springeth of the same. And the third year sow ye and reap and plant vineyards and eat the fruit thereof. 
In other words, you're going to have enough, amen. <clears throat> you're going to have enough to sustain you through this first year. The second year, um, you're going to, the second year, which you springeth of the same. So the thing, so he's saying that, listen, you're going to have enough to sustain you um, this first year. And the second year, you're going to have enough as well. All right. You're going to um, have just about the same that you had the first year. <coughs> Excuse me. So in other words, where we're at right now, we're going to have enough to sustain us. The second year, we're still going to have some, some more to sustain us. However, when we get to the third year, you're going to be able to plant what you actually need. You're going to have a, an abundance of what you actually actually need. So he says, in the third year, you shall show, sow and reap and plant vineyards and eat the fruit thereof. And the remnant that is escaped of the house of Judah shall again take root downward and bear up fruit upwards. For out of Jerusalem shall go forth a remnant, and they that escape out of Mount Zion, the zeal of the Lord of hosts, shall do this. Amen. God bless you. Amen. So uh, let's begin the word of God on tonight. Um, so we we did a brief, brief recap. If I cannot do a whole long recap, all right, y'all, because we got two other series or two other parts that we taught from. So go back, either go to um, Pastor BJ Connections YouTube channel or go to my podcast, uh, Pastor BJ Connections, and you can listen to it on the podcast. You can see it on YouTube and it's Pastor BJ Connection Podbean, or you can scroll down my timeline and you can um, watch it from there. Okay. But either way, you'll be able to see what we were discussing and talking about. Okay. So the first series we talked about, we compared or we use an analogy, should I say, of the X-Men. Y'all know the comic book uh, 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 series, Marvel comic books called the X-Men. Y'all know that. I love those those series. I love those shows. So what happens is when we um, look at that, we realize that the X-Men are superhero team of mutants founded by Professor Xavier, Charles Xavier. They are dedicated to helping fellow mutants and sworn to protect the world at large, right? They are here to protect us, right? They are a remnant, a group of mutants that came together. And Charles Xavier, he opens up this school uh, um, um, for these mutants, right? And they're called X-Men. And so what happens, they have these special powers. They have these special abilities. All of them have these, these things about themselves. They have what they call the X-Gene. All right. And it gives them super uh, powers to be able to do some things that other humans cannot do. OK, but the thing about the X-Men is that they were isolated. They were not popular. They were not the ones in which everybody wanted to be around. They were considered to be misfits. They were considered to be strange and weird. Don't fit in with the crowd. Not able to uh, 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 get everything that everybody not able to do everything that everybody else does. Right. They're not invited out to, you know, dinner. They're not invited out to the social gathering. Gathering. They're not the uh, uh, the popular one. They are not the popular one, right? So we find this out. God bless you, mom. God bless you. Um, so what happens, right? We find out that this is man named Charles Xavier. And Charles Xavier' power was is that in his mind he can tap into the mutants all around the world, no matter where mutants were. He was able to put this helmet on his head, and he was able to tap into all the mutants 
all around the world, right? So he was able to communicate via his mind. That was his power. That was his ability to be able to do that, right? He had, uh, he, he opened up this school. He did this. So it's the same thing as the remnant. The remnant, let me tell you something about the remnant. The remnant is not going to fit in. You're not the popular one. You're not the one that um, everybody acts out. You, you are more alone than you are with people. You are more, amen. You got this ability that other people don't quite understand. You know, when you talk, they sometimes don't know how to take you. When you're dealing, doing something, there's, there's sometimes not understanding your motive, but your motive is really pure because you, you, you just who you are. All right. So the remnant are these people, amen, that are able to do certain things that everybody else cannot do. Amen. So we talked about that. We talked about, amen, hallelujah, amen, that this is the time of the remnant. When we got to, now you got to go back to, that's part one. That's part one. We dealt with all of that. All right. Now, part two, uh, uh, we talked about... Um, that, that in chapter 36, amen, this was the 14th year of King Exiah, uh, King Hezekiah, right? And the king of Assyria, Sennacherib, wanted to come up against King Hezekiah because at that point in time, the king of Assyria, the Assyrian nation was a huge nation. They were conquering nations after nations after nations. And we find out that now he's at Jerusalem and he sent representative to Jerusalem in chapter 36. And now while he's at Jerusalem, there actually throwing out threats. They're actually throwing out threats. They're insulting God. That's what they're doing. Okay. And we find out that the representatives that um, um, we find out that the representatives that Hezekiah sends to meet them, what happens? We find out something very, and when we left off at this point, you got to go back to chapter three to catch up if you have not caught up already. Okay. So Hezekiah representatives, what did they do? They remain silent, even though the uh, Assyrian representatives are saying a whole bunch of stuff, right? They're saying a whole lot of stuff saying, uh, y'all can trust Hezekiah if y'all want to, to trust and believe that we're not going to um, conquer you all, but we're really going to conquer you all. And I'm just putting it up to today's time to move us along in, 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 in what's taking place in the events that are taking place. And so what what happens? They obey King Hezekiah and they don't say a word. All right. And, and so oftentimes in the X-Men movie, you will find out that the enemy became popular and made open threats of evil and to destroy the world and the people in the world. And at that time, what happened? The X-Men, the mutants will get silent. They will get silent and they will remain silent and they will listen at their grand announcements as the enemy boast his power around and his strength around, but the X-Men, the good guys, because you had Magneto who had X-Men as well, and Magneto X-Men were not good guys, but Charles Xavier X-Men were actually good guys, right? And so what happened, you will find out that Charles Xavier X-Men, they got quiet. And so we left off, amen, this is the time for just the moment that you need to get, amen, silent. Go silent for a moment, amen? That's what you need to do at this particular time because God is setting up the stage for what he really wants to do in the lives of the believers. And so now when we get to chapter 
37. Let's get to this. I'm excited. Oh my God, right? Let me get to chapter 37. Look at this. We find out something is taking place. Hezekiah was informed by his representatives. After Assyrian uh, representatives leave, the uh, Hezekiah representatives come back to him and they are excited. They come to Hezekiah and they are informing Hezekiah of all that was said by the Assyrian nation. And what happens to Hezekiah? Hezekiah gets silent. Ah, oh, remember I told you, you got to go silent. Hezekiah gets silent. The Bible never said that Hezekiah says anything. Let's read here in chapter 37 at the first verse. What happens? All right. It says, and it came to pass when the king Hezekiah heard it that he rent his clothes and covered himself with sackcloth and went into the house of the Lord. He never said a word. When they came back and they gave him the information, he went silent. He got silent and he rent his clothes. He took off his clothes. He put on a sackcloth bag. All right. He put on this, this, this garment that was scratchy and itchy and uncomfortable. He did this. He put on this garment and he goes into the temple of the Lord. Lord. He goes into the house of God. In other words, he rent his clothes and he covered himself with the sackcloth, going into the house of the uh, house of the Lord, and covering himself with sackcloth was a sign of humility and mourning. So now Hezekiah said, "I gotta get low and I gotta cry out before the Lord." Amen. In this hour, if you want to see God move on your behalf, you gotta get low and you got to amen cry out for before the Lord. Amen. Somebody say, get low and cry out. You got to get low and you have to cry out. Let me slow down just a little bit because I'm getting excited. All right. So you got to, he got, you got to get low and you got to get quiet. So Hezekiah, he goes into the temple and he begins to pray. The Bible says that he prays. You got to understand something in the series of the X-Men, Xavier fights for the greater cause, which is to preserve life. However, often he is forced to make some tough calls. Hezekiah right now, when he goes into the house of the Lord, he is in a very betwixt place because he knows that he has a group of people that he has to be mindful of. He knows that he has to preserve the life of the people. He knows not only do he have to preserve the life of the people, but he has to preserve the land. All right. He has to preserve the land. And so now he has to make some tough calls. Hezekiah was in the place where he was being forced to make some tough calls. That's where he was at right now. Amen. Some of us like, man, we're in the place where we got to make some tough calls. But if you get low, my God, and you begin to cry out, God will answer your prayer. God will tell you what you need to do. God will give you the choices of what you need to take in your life. So these, amen, so he had to get low, amen, hallelujah, and make some tough calls. These choices would have a long-term effect and a long-term impact, not only on himself, but the people in the land and potentially the entire nation of Israel. Mm -mm. Yes, it would have. Charles Xavier would have the same issue and the same problem. He know that if he does not teach and he does not, amen, help the the, uh, the X-Men to do what they need to do the right way, it would have a long-term impact and 
effect not only on him but the mutants at large and not only the mutants at large but the world at large amen he chose amen he was over the x-men charles xavier was leading a team of special individuals that were chosen for a unique assignment let me tell you something amen there is a remnant amen that is chosen for such a time as this for a unique assignment in this hour you are chosen for such a time as this for a unique assignment in this hour amen get low and cry out my god hallelujah amen get low and cry out so hezekiah the king over God's chosen nation listen at this he's over God's chosen nation amen called out pulled out and set aside for God's purpose and his plan for a special assignment. Hezekiah had the privilege of leading God's people at a time that was very crucial and very necessary. Amen. Let me tell you something. There are some of us, amen, there are some of us that are choose, that are chosen in this hour, amen, to lead God's people in a special, amen, assignment in this time. Amen. I know it's the coronavirus. I know COVID-19 is out there. I know we're still in a pandemic, but don't you know that God does his best work in the midst of a pandemic? God does his best work in the midst of a crisis. God does his best. My God, hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. God, amen, is saying that I'm about to use some people in this hour like they've never been used before. Come on, give God some praise. Amen. Somebody tap amen type or say the time of the remnant somebody type and say the time of the remnant the time of the remnant that's this time the time of the remnant my god so let's look at this let's look at this all right uh what 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 is what does remnant mean what does remnant mean biblically all right when you look at the word remnant because we have not discussed this all right we have not discussed this we're talking about it but we have not discussed it okay so what does remnant mean remnant is a leftovers or remainders all right leftovers or remainders uh, uh people who survive what is a remnant remnant is people who survive a major disaster a major disaster. A remnant is a people that is left of a community following a catastrophe. My God, does that not sound like where we're at right now? Does that not sound like we're in the midst of a mess, something major, a major disaster is taking place? We got earthquakes going on. We got hurricanes going on. We got tornadoes touching down. We have a man, hallelujah, our political arena in total chaos and confusion. We got COVID-19 spreading. We got kids that have gone back to school and testing positive. Amen. UNC Chapel Hill, 130 of their students have tested positive for COVID-19 and they had to shut the whole campus and put the whole campus on virtual learning. Let me tell you something. We are in the midst of a major disaster and catastrophe. Amen. So God is saying, I am readying the remnant for this hour. The X-Men have to come forward. Come on, give God some praise. 
days. My God, I'm trying to slow down. Listen, amen. Amen. A remnant, amen. A remnant, the people who survive a major disaster, a remnant of people that is left of a community following a catastrophe. How do we know this to be so? Noah, y'all remember Noah, right? God told Noah to build an ark and God, Noah obeyed God and did as God has instructed him to do. And God told him to take his family and every animal like of two by two, right? And he told him to put it in the ark and he shut the ark door. What happened? Amen. He preserved them. There was a remnant left. There was a remnant left of something major, a major disaster, a catastrophe happened because God allowed the flood waters to come upon the earth and destroy everything, all life, all living creatures on the face of the earth. There was a major catastrophe that took place, but God preserved a remnant for himself. Amen. In Genesis 6 and 5 through the 8th chapter the 20 and to the 22nd verses, we also know the story of Sodom and Gomorrah. We know that story, right? God preserved a remnant out of that in Genesis 19. Amen. So they can, amen, amen, testify of the goodness of the Lord. Amen. Remnants are oftentimes used to carry out God's promises after being exiled. God will allow a remnant to be preserved from bondage and slavery. Amen. To carry out his promises that he made the children of Israel. I don't care what predicament the children of Israel got themselves in. When they got right with the Lord, there was always a remnant that got right with the Lord and God preserved them and God allowed them to come out of exile. And when they came out of exile, what took place? God said, now I'm going to give you back the promise which I have spoken over my people a long time ago. When, amen, amen, hallelujah. When I used Moses and when I used Abraham, I made a promise to my people and I keep my word. How many of you know that God is always going to keep his word? I don't care what's going on in your life. I don't care what's happening in your life. God is keeping his word to you. He made you a promise and God's promise shall come to pass in your life. Hallelujah. Amen. So let's look at the word of God. Let's look at the word of God in, uh, in, 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 um, Isaiah. Amen. So when we look at the word of God, now in verses two and verse three, amen. Now Hezekiah in his prime ministers, Elikim, right, and um, and his royal scribe and the older priests, amen, the Bible says that they take and they dress in sackcloth as well, amen, they take and they dress in sackcloth, but when they dress in sackcloth, what happens? The Bible says that they go to the prophet Isaiah, oh my God, listen to this, they, amen, they, amen, they says they go to the prophet Isaiah, they bring a message, they, and, and they tell Isaiah, amen, amen, this this is what they tell Isaiah. They tell Isaiah three things. They tell Isaiah these things. They said, this is a time of trouble. I'm telling y'all tonight, this is a time of trouble. Not that y'all don't know it, but I'm going to reinforce it. This is a time of trouble. That's what they tell um, the prophet. They say, this is a time of trouble. And not only is this a time of 
trouble, but this is a time of frustration. But not only is this a time of frustration, they tell him that this is a time of blasphemy. Uh, look what happens. He tells them that the, the, uh, the scribe and uh, amen, the prime minister and the older priest tells the prophet Isaiah, they said, this is a time of trouble. Trouble. Why is this a time of trouble? Because the threat of the invasion of the Assyrian nation taking us captive and overtaking us in our land. So this is a time of trouble. Amen. We're in a time of trouble because we don't know what's going to happen in this election. We don't know who's for the people and by the people. We don't know, hallelujah, how this COVID-19 is going to affect the rest of our lives. So we're in a time of trouble. We don't know if there's all there's really going to be a substantial food shortage in the land. We're in a time of trouble. Amen. And not only that, he said that there's a time of frustration. So they tell the prophet Isaiah, this is a time of frustration. Why is this a time of frustration? The king and his officers tried to figure out what to do and who to trust. I don't know about y'all, but I'm trying to figure out what to do and who to trust. Amen. But thank God the Bible tells us, put not your trust in the arms of flesh because it will fail you every time. My trust and my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus Christ and his righteousness. I don't put my trust in man. I put my trust in God. Amen. So now, amen, they said that this is a time of frustration because the king doesn't know what to do. We don't know what to do. And not only do we not know what to do, amen, the king is lost. He's going to the Lord in prayer. He doesn't know what to do with the king of Assyria because the king of Assyria is constantly coming and saying some things, amen, that's not pleasing, amen, and not, amen, pleasant to the ears to hear, amen. So not only is this a time of trouble and frustration, but this is a time of blasphemy. This is a time of blasphemy. What is blasphemy? An utterance that insults God or Christ. Oh my God, that's what blasphemy is. It's an insult. It's an utterance. You're verbally speaking and insulting God. And 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 amen, amen, amen. And you you're saying stuff. You're saying vile things about God. Uh, you're despising God verbally. Amen. Blasphemy. Amen. These are serious times. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. They're saying, listen. That not only is the king of Syria talk, talking about attacking us, but they they're also being blasphemous against our God. They're saying vile things against our God. They're insulting our God. Amen. They're doing things. Amen. They're despising our God. Amen. That's what they're doing. Amen. Not only that, they said with all of that, these are serious times that we are living in. Amen. I don't know about you, but we're living in serious times. We're living in serious times. People are not hearing to sound doctrine. People are going away with their wind, with every wind and doctrine, amen, catering to their own lust. Uh, but I know that these are some serious times, amen. amen. These, they, so they begin to say that these are serious times as if a woman in labor trying to give birth and the baby will not come. My God, I don't know about some of y'all, but I've been waiting for some things to break in this COVID-19, in this pandemic, and it just seems 
seemed like it's right there, but it just will not come. It seemed like it's about to happen, but it just will not happen. But God is saying, if you hold on, just a little while longer, God said it's going to happen. It's going to happen because this is the time of the remnant. The X-Men have to come forth. The X-Men have to do what God has called them to do. Just hold on just a little while longer. Somebody type in, amen, somebody type and say X-Men, X-Men, X-Men. Somebody type it and say X-Men. My God. Amen. So now, so now let's look at this. So now the prophet Isaiah, he begins to address them. Amen. Look how the prophet Isaiah addresses them. He, amen. He, he look how he, he addresses what they are saying. Look how they uh, position their words to the prophet. Amen. Look how they position their words to the prophet. Look, look, look what they say. Not uh, uh, They're addressing the prophet Isaiah. And so look how they're addressing him. Look how they're positioning their words. They're saying, pray for us. They told the prophet, they say, pray for us. I mean, some of y'all need to go to a prophet. Some of y'all need to go to a man and a woman of God and ask them to pray for you. Amen. They say, pray for us. Do you think that God, our Lord, heard the blasphemy from the king of Syria's representatives? How they scoffed, how they uttered. In, uh, insults at the living God. Look at that. They they look how they look how they formulate this. They didn't talk about how the king of Assyria said that he was going to take over the land. They specifically put their attention to what they said about God. Listen. My God, listen, they specifically talked about uh, 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 what they said about God. Surely God will not let him get away with this. That's what they said. That's what King Hezekiah representative said. That's what the prime minister said. Amen. That's what the chief scribe said. That's what the old priest said. They said, surely God will not let him get away with this. Surely God will rebuke him for these words. They put it all back on. God, let me know. Let me let you know that God will take care of His own. You don't have to worry about a thing. It's kind of like you go to your mom and your dad. You said, Mom, Dad, you know, this is what they said about you. Look what they said about you. Your mom and dad looking like, What? No, God said, Okay, listen, I got this. Listen, how they, they put it back to God. They didn't dwell on what how it was affecting them, but they put it back to God. Amen. So they said, pray for us, prophet. Pray for us. This is your PowerPoint moment right now. This is your PowerPoint moment. Your PowerPoint moment. You need a man or and or a woman of God that can see, that can hear, and, and that can speak from God into your life for a preservation of your promise. My God, listen, I'm gonna say that one more time. Amen, you need a man and or a woman of God that can see, that can hear and speak from God into your life for the preservation of your promise. Come on now, look, they're talking to the prophet Isaiah and they said, listen, I know what the king of Syria is saying, but amen, hallelujah. Do you think God is not gonna deal with them? Amen, prophet, we need you to pray. Somebody said that God is preserving your promise. Somebody write that, somebody text, type, 
about that. Say, God is preserving your promise. My God, he is preserving your promise on today. Some of y'all need to realize that I know it might look bleak right now. I know it might sound bleak right now, but God said, I'm preserving your promise. Yes, he is. Watch, watch how God preserved the children of Israel's promise. Amen. Watch how he does it. Amen. Now the prophet Isaiah in verses five through verse eight, he listens to the men amen, that were standing before him. Then he listens to God and then he speaks. He listens to the men. He heard what all that they had to say. And then he listens to God and then he speaks. He says, tell the King Hezekiah, don't worry. Amen. I am going to send a, he said, I'm going to send words for him to return to his own land. Meaning God told the, the prophet Isaiah to tell, the, to tell King Hezekiah, don't worry because God is going to send words to the King uh, of, of Assyria uh, that he needs to return back to his his own land. And when he returns back to his own land, he's going to die on his own sword. My God, look at that. God already got a plan in place. God already got the solution made. God already took care of the problem. All you got to do is just trust God from this moment on. God said, already got a plan for you. Already got a, 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 a solution uh, already mapped out for you. All you got to do is trust God. Look at this. So he told them, he said, I'm going to send a word. Amen. For the king of Assyria to go back to his land. And when he gets back to his land, he's going to die on his own sword. Amen. He tells the king, he said, the prophet said, tell King Hezekiah not to worry. Amen. In other words, God is saying by the words, the king has king has uh, Assyria, Sennacherim, by the words King Sennacherim uttered insults at God, it is, it's going to be words, amen, that's going to usher him into his death. Amen. By the same words, amen, not the same words, but he used words to insult God. And God said, now I'm going to send a word that's going to lead him to his death. My God. Hallelujah. Somebody said, God, just say the word. Just say the word. All you got to do is say, God, say the word. Hallelujah. God, you don't have to move. Just say the word. God, you don't have to move your hand. You don't have to get up off your throne. All we need you to do is say the word. Somebody say, say the word. Amen. Listen, during this time, do not get insulted for insult. Amen. Don't, in, in other words, don't go insult for insult. Let the Lord fight your battle. Amen. Say, God, say the word. That's all I need you to do. Come on, say the word, God, and it will happen. It will be so. Amen. So the prophet told Hezekiah, don't worry. Amen. God going to send the word. God's going to make sure that your enemy is taken care of. Amen. Look at this. At the same time that Hezekiah was praying, at the same time that the prophet was praying, prophesying and the king of Assyria was receiving the word that something was going on in his land. My God, look how God moved. At the same time that Hezekiah was praying, at the same time that the prophet was prophesying, uh, the word of God said, while you were yet speaking, I was yet answering. My God, that's what the word of God, the Bible says, while you were yet speaking, I was yet answering. So at the same time, my God, 
God that the that Hezekiah was praying at the same time that the prophet was prophesying the king of Assyria was receiving a word that an Ethiopian king was coming from the south to come up against him ah now listen now listen 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 God don't see in color all right, I'm just going to say that God don't see in color. All right, he sees spirit. All right, amen. He don't see in color. But listen, let me tell y'all something. Amen. Amen. I know that a lot of things are coming up against. Amen. The black people. I know things have been happening against the black people. Amen. I know that there there's an enemy. Amen. That opposes black people. Amen. I know that there's an enemy that wants to amen demolish and do away with the black race. But let me let you know that the Bible sent an Ethiopian king, amen, from the continent of Africa, yes, amen, to come up against the king of Assyria. Don't you know that there's a remnant out here that's about to come forth that nobody was expecting, amen, to set things back in order. My God, hallelujah. So listen, the Bible says while he was yet praying and while the prophet was prophesying, the king of Assyria receives a word that an Ethiopian king was coming from the south to come up against him. The Bible says that now the king of Assyria is going home. But look what he does. Look what the enemy does. Look what the enemy does. He, man, he, 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 now he has to go home because he heard that the king from Ethiopia, Ethiopia was coming up against him from the south. Amen. He was coming up from a blind spot. Oh my God. The Ethiopian king was coming up from a blind spot. Amen. Amen. So now he hears word. And so now the king of Assyria is coming now going home. But before he leaves to go home, he calls a messenger. He gives a messenger a letter to take to the king of uh, of Jerusalem to take to King Hezekiah. He sends a message, the same message that he spoke in chapter 36. He now speaks in chapter 37. He says, don't let Hezekiah the king talk you, amen, telling the people, talk, talking to the people again, amen. He, he Don't let King Hezekiah, amen, talk to you and, 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 tr and talk you into trusting the Lord by telling you that the Lord will not, amen, let you be conquered by the Assyrian army. So don't let the King Hezekiah tell you that. Don't let him lie to you about that. Don't, don't, do not think that Jerusalem will not be given over into the hands of the King of Assyria. In other words, King of Assyria was saying, don't trust your God. That's what he's telling them. Don't trust Trust your God. Um, then he starts bragging. If you go on down that chapter, verse chapter 37, verses 10 through 13, if you go down, he begins to start bragging of all the nations that he conquered. Now he's bragging about the nations that he conquered. And because I conquered all these nations, guess what, Jerusalem? I'm going to conquer you too. Don't let the king lie to you. Don't trust the king's word that you will not be conquered by me and my nation, amen, and my army because you will be conquered. Listen, 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 listen. My God, listen. Amen. During this time, I want you to listen to this. During this time, do not allow anyone to speak in your life whose moves in false confidence. Do not, in this, in this time, do not allow anyone 
to speak into your life who moves in false confidence because they are relying on their ability and not God's ability. Oh my God. You know, people that, that, that can be arrogant and puffed up in their self, amen, because they saying, I can do this. See, that's what it, listen, listen, let me show y'all something. See, that's how the X-Men were. The X-Men that were under Magneto, right? The X-Men, listen, but y'all don't realize something. Y'all don't realize something. When you look at the X-Men series, right? And when you look at X-Men, guess what? Magneto, Magneto and Charles Xavier were actually brothers, all right, man? They were actual brothers. And so what happens, all right, Magneto, get, Magneto would be puffed up in himself. He would tell the people stuff, thinking that, oh, it's, it's about him, all right? He was going in false confidence. So during this time, don't allow anyone to speak into your life and who moves in false confidence because they are relying on their ability and not God's ability. Amen. Don't you realize, amen, amen, that is God, hallelujah, that has, amen, given you the ability to do what you can do. It is God that allows you to have what you have. The Bible says that the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwelleth therein. It is God's. It is not yours. Don't let nobody speak in your life that has false confidence in this hour. My God, somebody put up there, amen, false confidence, hashtag, you can't speak in my life if you got false confidence. If you're relying on your ability and not God's ability, then I can't hear nothing from you. I don't want to hear not a word out of your mouth. You can't rely on nobody with false confidence. They don't have the power and the ability to do nothing but fail. That's all they got the ability to do, but fail. That's all, amen. So the Bible says, amen, in verse, amen, in verse 14 and verse 20, the Bible says that Hezekiah received a letter from the representatives of, he of Assyria. And when he reads the letter, amen, he goes back into the temple and spread the letter on the altar. He spreads it out before the Lord at the altar. He goes back into the, he doesn't say anything. He goes, he takes the letter, he reads the letter, and he goes back into the house of the Lord. He goes back into the temple. Hezekiah begins to pray. Let me tell y'all something. I've been stressing it and stressing it, but I I love to pray anyway, right? I've been stressing it and stressing it. And guess what? Uh, this is praying time. If you ain't on your face and you ain't seeking the Lord, I don't know what, you, what you're doing. I don't know why not. You got ample time to do so. Amen. So you need to be praying to God. You need to be talking to God, asking God what you need to be doing in this hour, asking God how you need to move and orchestrate things in this hour, asking God for a strategic plan. But I guarantee you, the remnant, the X-Men are on their face every day, amen, two and three times a day, asking God what they need to be doing, asking God what they need to be saying, asking God how they need to maneuver, asking God for a strategic plan. The remnant, the X-Men are always praying, amen. So the Bible says that Hezekiah, he goes back into the temple, he begins to pray, he spreads the letter on the altar, and he does, he, he, he does four things in his prayer. He says 
four things in his prayer. Amen. Hezekiah says four things. In verse 16, he gives God praise, worship, and adoration. Whenever you go to God, first of all, you need to give God praise, worship, and adoration. You need to come before him with reverence and respect. Amen. So Hezekiah comes before God in verse 16. He gives God praise, worship, and adoration. In verse 17, he asks God, verse 17 to verse 18, he asks God to listen to his prayer. Amen. David says, God, incline your ear unto my supplications, unto my prayer. He asked God to listen to his prayer. And then verse 19, he pleads his case before God. He begins to tell God why I need you to listen to his, to my prayer, God. He pleads his case before God. And then in verse 20, he asks God what he needs him to do while ending in adoration. He asked God, he says, God, this is what I need you to do. God, please, this is what I need you to do. And when he asked God what he needs them to do, amen, then he ends his prayer in adoration. Yes, he does. Right after Hezekiah prays, look at this. Right after he prays, God answers and God answers through his prophet. I told you that you need a man or a woman of God that can hear, that can see, and that can speak from God into your life for the preservation of your promise. You need a man or a woman of God. If you're not connected to somebody in this hour, then you need to get connected to somebody. Jesus, you need to get connected to somebody in this hour. You're not somebody, but a man and or a woman of God in this hour. Don't be out there all by yourself, but you need somebody that can hear, that somebody that can see, and that somebody that can speak what the Lord has to say to preserve your promise in your life. Oh God, yet come. Jesus, amen. Get connected in this hour. Somebody say, get connected. Type, get connected in this hour get connected. Amen. So the Bible says that the prophet Isaiah tells the word of the Lord to, to be, to be given to the King Hezekiah. He begins to speak the word from the Lord that needs to be given to Amen. the King, King Hezekiah. Amen. The Bible says, the prophet says the enemy uh, uh, did not do this to you. Amen. He says, listen, listen, listen. The prophet says the enemy did not do this to you, but he did it again against the Holy One of Israel. Look at this. The prophet tells him, he says, Hezekiah, this wasn't against you. This was against the God that you serve. This was against the living God that you worship. This was against the living God that you trust and respect. This was against the Holy One of Israel. My God. Amen. Look what the Word of God says. Look what the Word of God. He says, amen. Amen. In verses 26 through verses 29, Amen. Look what the word of God. Amen. God begins to speak to the king of Assyria. Amen. God begins to speak to the king of Assyria. Amen. And he begins to tell him some things. In verses 26 through 29, we're almost through here. Amen. We're almost through. Yes, we are. Amen. He begins to speak. And look what he says. And I'm reading out of the Life Application Bible because I love how it puts it, right? Amen. He says in verse 26, he says, but do you not yet know that it was I who decided, amen, to 
who decided to have caused all this to happen as a as I planned. Listen what the God says. God said, do you not realize, he's talking to the king of Assyria. He says, king of Assyria, do you not realize that it was I that had all of this plan, that you should crush walls and city into ruin heap? He tells the king, he says, that's why, that's why their people had to be, had very little power. I allowed you to conquer them. I only gave, I gave you the power. He says, where and why you were able to conquer them with such ease. It was praise for you. That's what God is telling the king of Assyria. He says, they were as helpers of grass and tender plants. You trampled them down beneath your feet as grass upon the housetop burnt yellow by the sun. Look at this in verse 28. He says, but I know you well. Look what God says. Look, look, look what God says. He says, but King Hezekiah, King Sennacherib, listen, I know you very well. Your comings and your goings, all that you do. Look at it. He said, listen, you're not a stranger to me, King Sennacherib. I allowed you to conquer those nations. I allowed you to trample over them. I didn't give them the power that I gave you. Listen to this. Amen. He says, I know you very well. Your comings and your goings and all you do and the way you have ra uh, raged against me. He said, I heard every word that you said out of your mouth. I heard what your heart said. I not only heard what your heart said, but I heard what your mouth said. Verse 29 says, because you are angry against the Lord. He says, and I heard it Oh my God, look what God is saying to the king of Assyria. He says, I have put a hook in your nose. Mm, my God, and it in a bit in your mouth. Look what God's saying. I put a hook in your nerve and a bit in your mouth. In other words, I get to control you however I want to control you. You think it is you. Remember, I told you don't put your confidence and amen. And don't put they meant no trust. Excuse me. Don't allow nobody to speak into your life with false confidence. My God. See, King Amen Sennacherib had false confidence. God said, I put a hook in your nose and a bit in your mouth so that I can turn you at will. You had false confidence because you thought it was your ability, but I gave you the power. Look what God says. He said, King Sennacherib, I heard it all and I put a hook in your nose and a bit in your mouth and led you back to your own land. Amen. The same road that you came from. In other words, that's going to be the same road that's going to take you back to your death. Oh my God. My God. My God. Look what the word of God says. Amen. He says it. He told them, he says, I have caused all of this to happen as planned. I have caused all of this to happen as planned. Let me tell you something. Sometimes God will allow some things to happen because he's trying to get the glory out of the situation because God had to preserve a remnant. This is the time of the X-Men. I meant the time of the remnants. Somebody say this had to happen. COVID-19 had to happen. Amen. Hallelujah. All that we're dealing with had to happen. The crisis in the land had to happen. Somebody say it had to happen. My God. Amen. God said it had to happen. He says, King Sennacherim, I'm controlling you. You don't even realize that I'm controlling you. I told you, don't allow nobody in to speak into your life 
in this time, in this hour, in this particular junction of your life, who has false confidence. The king of Assyria was speaking with false confidence, not realizing that it was God, my God, it had to happen. God said it was all planned, it was all my plan. It had to happen. Oh my God, he says, now look at this, amen. Now God in verses 30, 30 through 32. Now look what happens in verse 30 through 32. We just about finished here. In verses 30 through 32, God is now starting to talk to Hezekiah. Now the prophet was talking uh, to King Sennacherib, the Assyrian king, the enemy. Amen. Now God is now starting to talk to King Hezekiah to prove that God is the one that is delivering Jerusalem. God begins to talk to Hezekiah through the prophet, through his prophet. I told you in this hour, amen, you need a man and or a woman of God that can see, that can hear, and that can speak from God, amen, into your life to preserve your promise, amen. So now God is talking to Hezekiah. The prophet is saying to Hezekiah, amen, God had to prove that he is the one that's going to deliver Jerusalem. And Hezekiah, you and the remnant will flourish. My God, God is saying, to his prophet Isaiah, he's saying, Hezekiah, listen, don't worry about the king of Assyria. Don't worry about Sennacherib. Amen. Because I am going to deliver Jerusalem and you and the remnant will flourish and prosper. Amen. I preserved a promise for you all. I'm preserving the promise that I have spoken over the children of Israel's life, over my chosen people, over the nation. Amen. I'm preserving the promise. That's what God is doing. But you must realize that they are that there are X-Men, the time of the remnant, uh, that are about to rise and set things back in order. Let me tell y'all something right now, that this is time of the X-Men. The remnant is about to set some things back in order. God said, I have preserved a remnant for such a time as this. The X-Men, the time of the remnant. I told you that a remnant was leftovers or remainders, people who survived a major disaster, a remnant of people that is left of a community following a catastrophe. That's what I told you what a remnant was, all right? You will not only prosper in Jerusalem. Look what the prophet tells them. The prophet says you will not only prosper in Jerusalem, but you will go outside of its borders and repopulate populate, reproduce alike in other lands. My God, listen, listen, listen. Who am I talking to? Are you a remnant on tonight? Because God is saying, guess what God is saying? That some of y'all, y'all about to go outside of your borders and there is some wealth that you are about to flourish. There is some land, there is some prosperity that's about to come into your life because God has preserved a promise for your life. Oh my God. God said, and you will flourish. You will repopulate. You will reproduce alike wherever God puts you at, wherever God is taking you to. You will reproduce. Amen. The X Men, the time of the remnant. That is, this is the time. Amen. It's about to be that time where the X Men are going to about to come forward and come to the forefront. Amen. 
to set things back in order and the power of the almighty will cause all of this to come to pass it's not by your power nor by amen hallelujah amen hallelujah it's not by your power nor by your strength but god said i'm about to amen empower you all to be able to do amen hallelujah what others could not do in the midst of a pandemic i'm about to power you amen to take territory in the midst of a pandemic i'm about to allow you to have some contracts amen worth thousands upon thousands of dollars in the midst of a pandemic some of y'all about to flourish like you never flourished before amen and the power of the almighty will cause all of this to come to pass the x-men the time of the remnant amen they're about to arise and set things back in order amen they're about to set some things back in order amen how many amen the the x-men in this time that we're in amen god is saying that i have a remnant that is ready to arise and set things back in order look at this look at this amen we're about to end in the series of the x-men when it came to, when it was the time for them to go into battle they got together with Charles Xavier and they looked at each other's abilities amen they saw which each other had the capability of doing that's why in this season you need to connect up with some people because not everybody that you need to be connected to should have the same capability amen but when you connect up with the right people in this hour in this season when you you blow up guess what they gonna blow up too amen when you go up amen guess what they gonna go up too you need to be connected to a man and a woman of God and or a man or a woman of God amen so that you can be amen hallelujah so they can speak into your life and not only that you need to be connected to the right people in this hour amen so that you can amen because because people got different abilities people got different capabilities you should be brainstorming with some people you should be, amen, putting what you can do on the table. And they should be putting what they can do on the table so that you can make some things happen. So when Charles Xavier, when they got ready to go into the battle, amen, to fight against Magneto and all the other enemies that was coming up against the world and the people, the Bible, amen, they meant Charles Xavier, amen, they brought everybody around and everybody had different capabilities. Everybody had different powers to determine how they would attack. That's what y'all need to determine. How are we gonna attack the problems in our community? How are we gonna attack the problems that's coming up in our political offices? How are we gonna attack the problems that are taking places in the homes that we are, are connected to? Why? Because they are the remnant. They are the X-Men. That's what you need to get, get together with. You need to get together with some other X-Men. You need to get together with a remnant. So that you can change some things, so that you can rise up and change some things. You must understand something. Listen, I know I've been talking about the remnant, and I know I've been talking about the X-Men, right? Why am I calling the remnant the X-Men? This is what you gotta get. Look at this, look at this. Why am I calling the remnant the X-Men? Let me slow down for a second because I want you to get this. Why are you calling the remnant the X? Why am I calling the remnant the X-Men? You must understand understand something when you look at the greek amen and you look at christ in the greek it is chai c-h-i in the greek which is short for 
Christos, right? Christos. And in the Greek, it meant when they wrote out the word Christ, when they wrote out the word Christ, they will put an X. My God, they will put an X to represent Christ. Amen. It will represent the name of Christ. Amen. So that's why I'm calling on the remnant and I'm calling them the X-Men. Oh my God. Because somebody put an X, somebody type an X, somebody type an X. Amen. It will represent the name of Christ. Oh, in the Greek. Oh God. So the Bible says in Joel 2, 28 through 32, and it shall come to pass afterwards that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams and your young men shall see visions and also upon the servants and upon the handmaidens in those days. I will pour out my spirit. I will show wonders in heaven and in earth. Amen. Some of y'all don't realize you are about to do some things under anointing that you have never had before. You are about to do some things. Amen. Ah, God, my God, under anointing. Amen. You shall lay hands on the sick in this hour and they will recover. Amen. You should do greater work, greater exploits. Amen. In this hour. Amen. Some of y'all about to do some miracles in this hour. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. He said, I shall pour out my spirit upon all flesh and I will show signs and wonders in the heavens and in the earth. Blood and fire and pillars of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood. Amen. But there, how many you know that there's going to be a remnant even during this time? There's going to be a remnant before the great and terrible day of the coming of the Lord. And it shall come to pass. Look at this. In verse 32, Joel 32, 2 and 32. It shall come to pass that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord. Do I got any X-Men out there that's ready to call on the name of the Lord? Amen. Do I got any Christ believers? Do I got any X-Men out there? Do I got any Christ people that's saying for God I live and for God I die? Do I got any X-Men, some remnant in this hour that's believing God and trusting God? Amen. Somebody said I am a Christ believer believer. I am a Christ believer. Amen. Hallelujah. That's going to call on the name of the Lord and the Lord shall be. Amen name of the Lord and shall be delivered. He said, whosoever call on the name of the Lord, amen, they will be delivered. And from in Mount Zion and in Jerusalem shall they be delivered as the Lord has said in the remnant and the remnant whom the Lord shall call. My God, and the remnant whom the Lord shall call. How many you know that there is a remnant that's about to come and set everything back in order. Somebody say, I am an X-Men. I mean, I am a Christ believer. That's what that X stands for. A Christ believer. Amen. X-Men. Hallelujah. Somebody say X-Men. Come on, give God some praise. Hallelujah. I am an X-Men. I am a Christ believer. Amen. And I shall go forth in the power and the anointing that God has given unto me. Amen, my God. That's why I'm calling, amen, the remnant, the X-Men. Not everybody is going to call on the name of the Lord. 
Not everybody is going to stand in the gap. Not everybody is going to hear sound doctrine. But look what's taking place in our world. Look what's going on in our world. We got people like Beyonce that have more, that, that appears, let me say that right, that appears to have more influence over the world and the people in the world than the body of Christ. But I'm standing here to tell you that there are some X-Men. My God, there are some X-Men that God is preparing, some Christ believers that God is preparing to come forth. And they're going to set some things in order. God is positioning them and strategically placing them where they need to be. I know we went over time tonight, but I wanted to finish this out on tonight. Let me tell you, this is the time where you got to believe and trust God. This is the time where you got to determine what side you're going to be on. I'm an X-Men. I'm a Christ believer. In the Greek that they, they used to spell Christ with an X. It used to represent Christ's name. That's an X-Men. I'm an X-Men. Yes, I am. Amen. I'm not part of the masses. Yeah. Charles, Charles Xavier. Charles Xavier. He only had a few mutants that were on his side because a lot of them left Charles Xavier and went to Magneto. I love that movie. That's what I'm going to have to watch that again. Right. I'm watch the series. But let me tell you something. There are some people that are on Jesus Christ's side and they're going to leave. They're going to be carried away with their own lust. But there's still a remnant that's going to stand. There's still a remnant that's going to come forth. Oh, my God. I'm an X-Men. And listen, I know that there were women. There's some women. We're using that universally. Men and women. It's going to come forth. The scripture told us, right? On the last days, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh in Joel. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Right? I want y'all to be encouraged on tonight. I want you to know that God has preserved his promise. He's preserved his promise that he has spoken over your life. I know it hasn't come to pass yet. But God is allowing all of this and is preserving your promise. I don't know about y'all, but he made me a promise. Jesus Christ made me a promise. God made me a promise and I'm standing on it. I'm waiting for it. I'm believing God for it. Every day, I'm believing him for it. There's a promise. Amen. So know that God has not forgotten about you. We're going to pray on tonight, tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning at 6.30 a.m. We'll be back here at 6.30 a.m. for breaking up day prayer conference call. 15 minutes can change your life. We're going to pray on tonight. We're believing God on tonight. Amen. For you to stand strong, 
for you to hold up the bloodstained banner of Jesus Christ, our Lord. And I want to pray for salvation on tonight for someone that might need to be saved on tonight. Somebody might watch this video or this uh, this replay um, a little later or tomorrow or next week. But I want you to pray a prayer. If you want to be saved, you desire to be part of the family of Jesus Christ. You can be saved. It's a faith matter. It's a faith matter. Amen. It's a faith matter. It is not, you know, you got to jump around and do all that stuff. It's a faith matter. I know black folk, we just, we just theatrical. We just got a lot of emotions. It's okay. You know, but you know, so I want to pray prayer of salvation for someone on tonight. If you desire to be saved, if you um, are listening now and you desire to be saved and you don't, and you're not ashamed, you can just let us know in the comment box. You can let us know either you're watching on YouTube or, you know, you'll be hearing this via podcast later because I'm recording. I'm not live tonight on the podcast, but, or you can put in a comment box, but either way, I want you to pray this prayer. It's a prayer of faith. And I want you to pray and believe that God is going to hear your prayer. And if you pray this prayer and you believe it, then you shall be saved. Simple as that. Okay. So pray with me and then we're going to pray for everyone else. This is the prayer of salvation. If you desire to be saved, you can only reap the promises of God if you are a child of God. Amen. So let us pray. Father, we thank you. We bless your name, God. I want you to repeat after me when you, uh, I want you to repeat this prayer after me. Father, Jesus, I know that I am a sinner and I ask for your forgiveness. I believe you died for my sins and rose from the dead. I turn from my sins and invite you to come into my heart and life. I ask you now, Jesus, to save me. I trust you and I ask you to save me, Jesus. Be my Lord and my Savior. Save me, Jesus. I believe that you're coming back again. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. So if you pray that prayer, simple prayer, I try to condense it as much as possible because I'll pray. All right. We try to condense it as much as possible. If you pray that prayer and you believe that prayer in your heart and you confess it with your mouth, you ask them to forgive your sins. You ask them to come into your heart and your life. You believe that he is a son of God. You believe that he died and he rose on the third day. And you believe that he's coming back again. And you believe that, earnestly believe that in your heart and you ask them to save you. Then you are saved right now at this very hour, at this very moment. And so let us pray for everyone else. Father, we thank you. We bless your name. We love you on today. We thank you for those that are have confessed their sins, God, that have accepted you as their personal Lord and Savior. We thank you, Lord God, for their life, God. And we ask that you would connect them up with the right people, with the right man and the right woman of God, Lord God, to be able to, Lord God, grow in your word and grow and by in, in their spirit, God. We ask, Father, that you will continue to bless those that have been on this, uh, this, this live on tonight. We ask that you would touch them. We ask that you would move upon their hearts and their life. I ask that you will encourage them even in this, in the midst of this pandemic. And God, I ask that you will keep their mind stayed on you, Lord God, that you may keep them, keep them in perfect peace. God, I ask that you will, Lord God, position them 
Lord God, give them a strategic plan. I ask that you will keep them strong. I ask that you will keep them, Lord God. Hallelujah. Trusting in you on tonight. God, we bind up the enemy that will come to try to, to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Destroy, Lord God, their hope in you. Destroy, Lord God. Hallelujah. Their peace. Lord God, destroy their finances. To destroy their home life. God, we bind it in the name of Jesus. Lord God, we cast it into out of darkness. The enemy is defeated even now in the mighty name of Jesus. God, but your people shall flourish. They shall prosper. They shall, Lord God, reproduce alike, Lord God, that which you have for them. And God, I pray that every promise, everything that they're believing you for, everything that they're trusting you for, it shall come to pass. In Jesus' name, we thank you and we bless you. Amen, amen, and amen. Join us tomorrow at 6.30 a.m. for Breaking of Day Prayer Conference Call 15 Minutes Can Change Your Life. We thank God for you, 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 and you for chiming in and being with us. And we just say we love you. We thank God for you. Hold on, be strong, be an X-Men. X-Men aren't afraid, but they are strategic in how they do it. Okay. X-Men are not afraid. They are strategic in how they move and do what they do. All right. So we thank God for you all. Amen. So see you tomorrow morning for another breaking of day prayer conference call. 15 minutes can change, change your life. You can either call in or you can come live or you can, um, the call in number for tomorrow is 1-712-832-832. 330 and the access code is 856-6807. If you call in tomorrow, please make sure that you mute your phone. All right. Or you can join us Facebook Live or YouTube Live. We will be both there. All right. So see you tomorrow morning. Have an awesome, awesome night. God bless you. We love you.